With Hashem's help, we are learning Gitten Daf Hey. We begin on the bottom of Dalaram Bez 4b, four lines from the bottom of the last word, Tanan. We learned in a Mishnah. Hamevi Gemi Medina Sayyam, someone who brings a get, a divorce document from outside of Israel. He can't say that it was written and signed in front of me. We're going to see why he can't say very soon. So if there are witnesses upon it, so then you go and you verify those witnesses, and then it's fine. We ask on it, we turn to Haman Aleph. What does it mean that he can't say? If it's because he's a deaf mute, does he have the ability to bring a get in the first place? Everyone's allowed to bring a get, except for a deaf mute, a fool, meaning someone who uh, doesn't have his wits about him, he's gone off the deep end, and someone who's a child. So they can't bring a get, they can't bring be a shliach. So what's the case? So the Gemara answers, Amar Yosef, Hacha b'mayaskinan. So Rav Yosef says, what are we dealing with here? When he originally gave it, so he was a pikeach, he was clear-headed, he was normal. By the time it came time to say so he was no longer able to say it. So according to Rava, it's very good because according to Rava, what's the reason why we say that you have to say it all has to do with being verifying the witnesses. But according to Rava, that the issue is lishma. So why is it enough to just verify the witnesses? That shouldn't be enough. The Gemara answers, What are we dealing with over here? This was after they already learned that it has to be Lishma. So after that, that point happened, so therefore there was no, long, no longer a problem with Lishma. We don't have to worry about that. If that's the case, the Gemara says, Even if, he, even if he's able to say, He shouldn't need to say it. Why? Because, you know, you can just be miskayim b'chay samav, you can always just verify the witnesses. The Gemara answers, no, you still would have to say, Because of the issue of Lishma, we're afraid that at some point we're going we're gonna to come back to the way that it was before they learned, and they'll forget again. And therefore we have to make sure we always have to continue verifying that indeed it was written for the right people. Ihachi the Gemara asks, if so, any achal nami. So if he's not able to, so he should also have to say, meaning it shouldn't be enough for them to be mekayim the chaysamis to verify the witnesses. We should also require them to, to still say befani nechtav. And if he can't, then it shouldn't be good. So the Gemara answers, pikeach v'nischarish milsad leishchicha, umilsad leishchicha legozibar abonan. The case of somebody who was originally normal and then he became unable to say what he needed to say, so that's not a normal, normal case. So in a norm, an abnormal case, the rabbis don't make it their exerer. They're not going to say that it's possible just because in this funny case he's not able to say. But rather they'll say, in this case it's going to be an exception. Gemara says, wait, there's an unusual case that we find elsewhere where we still do require her to say it. For example, when the woman herself brings it, we learned as follows in the Mishnah, if a woman, the husband gave the woman the get, and he said to her, I don't want you to be divorced from me, I want you to be your own shliach until you get to a certain place. When you get to that place, then you'll be divorced. So she brought it, she can bring it herself. She herself, she has to say it. So why is it that she has to say it if we're saying that we don't make her say it in 
where we don't make someone say it in an unusual case, why don't we say it? Why do we make her say it? So we said the answer is that we don't want to make differences in regards to if it's a normal case where she has the ability or he has the ability to say it. So we don't make any differences. We say, it's always going to be that you have to say, but in this particular case where originally he was bikeach, he was originally normal, but now he can't speak. So in that case, it's an unusual case and they're not going to require it that he has to say it because he can't say it. Yihachi, the Gemara asks, if so, Baal Nami. If we're saying that we always make them say it, so even when the husband himself brings it, he should also have to say it. Alama Tanya, why is it that we learned in a Brisa, who If he himself brought the get, he brought the divorce document, he doesn't have to say it. Time of my Amarabanan Sarchlamafanechta. So Gamar answers, why did we even say in the first place that you have to say Bafanechta Bafanechta that it was written and signed in front of you? Dilma Asibama Aropasale, because the husband might come along and he might have a fake a fake taina. He might say that it's really no good, but it really is good. So we're afraid of that. So we make sure that the the the, the witness knows the Shliach, the messenger who's bringing it, so he knows he's witnessed and seen for sure that the the husband wants wants to send it. So therefore that's why we do it. So Hashtamin could knock it Lebiade. So so the husband here in this case where he's bringing it himself, he's holding it in his hand. It's not Mistam, it doesn't make sense to us that he'll come along later and say some make up some kind of false excuse that it wasn't written Lishma when indeed he brought it himself. So therefore we don't have to worry in that case, and therefore he does not have to say that it was written and signed in front of him. We continue. Tashima. Let's bring a proof. The Bamine Shmuel Miravhuna that Shmuel asked the following question of Ravhuna. Shnaim Shevi get me Bidanasayam. If two people brought a get from outside of Israel, Trichan Shemu Bafanenu Nechtav Bafanu Nechtam. They have to say it. Oy ain't Trichan Lemel or ain't Trichan, or do they not have to say it? Omerlay responded, Ain't Trichan. He said, You do not have to say it. Uma ilo Yomu Bafanenu Girsha Mila Mehamne. Would they not be believed if they said that she was divorced in front of us? So therefore they don't have to say it. According to Rava, the issue is verifying the witnesses, so it's very good. But according to Rava, that the issue is Lishma, so we have a problem. He's bringing it from outside of Israel, he's bringing it into Israel, so they should still have to say it. So this is a proof that Rava is wrong. answers what are we dealing with here? After they already learned that they need to do it Lishma, even outside of Israel. If that's the case, why are we saying only if two people brought it, even if one person brought it? Our answer is no. If one person brings it, so we have a gzera, we're afraid that if we don't make him that things will go back to the original case, go back to the original way when the, they didn't know it outside of Israel that it has to be done. So Mar says, if that's the case, we should also make a gzera in the case we should make a decree even in the case of only two people, even if two people are bringing it. Our answer is, that when two people bring it, so that's an unusual case for two people to bring it. Usually it's only brought by one person. And therefore they did not make a decree in that case that they would have to say it there as well. The Gemara asks, wait, this is a continuation, a recap of this original statement that we made before. You're telling me that if it's uncommon, we don't make a gzer in that case, we don't make you say it. A woman, when she brings her own get, that's also uncommon. That a woman herself can bring her get. She does indeed have to say it. So how can you tell me that if it's uncommon she doesn't they don't have to say it my answer is that's different when it comes to a case of one person bringing it we don't make any differences we say across the board you always have to bring it there's no exceptions but when it comes to two people that's a different case we don't say it in that case we don't say it's necessary for them to say it if that's the case that we always make them say it if it's one person that if the husband himself brings it why do we learn in a that 
that if he brings it himself, he doesn't have to say it. So the Gemara answers, as we said before, why did the rabbi say that he has to say this? Because the husband might come along and say something that's not true. He's going to say that it's not good, and it really is good. He's holding in his hand. It doesn't make sense that he would come later on and say that the get that he himself brought, he would make some kind of false statement and say that it's not good. We don't assume that's going to happen. Therefore, we don't require him to say, We bring a proof. Again, we're trying to bring these proofs to show if Rabbah is right or Rav is right. Someone who brings a get from outside of Israel. He didn't say it. Not because he couldn't. He just didn't happen. He happens to be he didn't say it. So afterwards, the guy left, let's say. So as long as you verify the witnesses, it's fine. So if, if you haven't verified the witnesses, so it's no good. So the Bresa finishes off by saying that the reason that we made them say is not to make it more difficult, but rather to make it easier on them so that they don't have to actually go and find those witnesses. One person we say is enough. It's a kula. It's making it lighter for us. So Gemara says, wait. According to Rabbi, it's very good. Why? It's enough to just verify the witnesses. The Rabbi Kasha. So according to Rabbi, though, why is it enough to verify the witnesses? We have to worry about Lashma. So what are we dealing with here? After they already learned outside of Israel that you need to do it Lashma. So wait, the Gemara says, The Gemara asks that we said that even in a case, even if we know that it's going to be Lashma, but we still have to say it because things might go back to the way it used to be. The Gemara answers, She already got married. And since she already got married, we're not going to make you have to go through this whole thing. But rather we'll say you can get, you can get Edim. So the Gemara says, If that's the case that she got married, What's the reason the Mishnah we said that you don't have to say because we said that it's only just to make it easier for them. It's not because of that, it's because of the fact that she got married, that's why. And if she hadn't gotten married, so we wouldn't have, we, he would have talked, had to say over again. So Gemara says, that's exactly what the Mishnah means, the Brisa. This is what it means. Maybe we'll say that we should be stringent and make sure that she gets divorced from him. The purpose was not to make women have to get divorced, but rather it, wasn't, it was to make them make it easier on them so they wouldn't have to bring two witnesses. But now that the guy's not around, we're not going to ruin her because of that. So now, we switch to Hey Amad Bey's 5b. Time of my, what's the reason? What's the reason why we said in the first place that the has to be said? In order that if, if the Baal is going to come along, he might ruin it. The Baal himself is not coming. We're going to say it also ourselves, meaning it doesn't make sense that we would start up and ruin her because of this, but rather we just send out witnesses, we, we send out and try to get witnesses to verify it. We don't make her get divorced, anything like that. So now the Gemara says like this, but plukta the Rabbi Yechanan and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. This argument of Rabbah and Rava is the same exact argument as Rabbi Yechanan and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. Chalam or lefisha emikin l'shma, the chalam or lefisha ein edemutzin l'kaimo. One says it has to do with l'shma, that's why we say b'fanei nachtav, and one says no, it has to do with the fact that we need to verify the witnesses. This time the Rabbi Yechanan and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, who the Amar, we can prove that Rabbi Yechanan and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi is the one who says lefisha emikin l'shma that the issue is l'shma. The Rabbi Shimon bar Abba, I see gitel lekamei the Rabbi Yechanan and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. Rabbi Shimon ben Bar, the son of Abba, he brought a get in front of Rabbi Shimon Levi, and he says to him, Do I need to say, or not? 
You do not have to say it. Because they only said it in the previous generations. When they didn't know about the laws of Lishma, they didn't know how to be written to the right, for the right person. But in these generations of Bekin Lishma, where they do know it, so you don't have to do it, even though you came from outside of Israel. So this is a good proof that he holds that the issue had to do with Lishma, because that's what he said explicitly. Wait a second. First of all, we have two problems. First of all, Rabba holds like Rabba, which means that you still have to verify the witnesses. Even if you don't have a problem with Shema, why is he telling him not to say it? We said you still have to say it according to the Tama, for the reason of Lishma, because things might go back to the way they were before. But what was the case? Why did he say that you don't have to say it? Because he had someone coming along with him. So why don't we mention him in the story? is because out of honor for Reb Shimon, we don't want to mention someone who's like a sidekick. Reb Shimon was a very important person. We don't want to mention anyone else. That's why we didn't mention it. But clearly that's the case. Otherwise, he wouldn't have told him not to say it. But no matter what we see, we do see indeed that Reb Shimon Levi holds. As opposed to Reb Yechanan, Reb Shimon Levi holds that you need to say if you do have to say it, it's because of Lishma. And according to Reb Yechanan, therefore it will come out that you have to say it because of verifying the witnesses. Now the Gemara continues, Itmar. We learned in a memra, in front of how many people does the witness, the messenger, have to give over the get to the woman? How many people have to be there at presiding over this this uh, giving over? So it's between and One says two people have to be watching. One says it has to be in front of three. I'll prove to that was the one who said that it has to be done in front of two. The Ravan Bar Rav Chizda, Aisigita Lekami the Rav Yechanan. Ravan, the son of Rav Chizda, came. He brought a get in front of Rav Yechanan. For Amarle, and he says to him, Zil Havla Apitre. He said, Give it over in front of two. Ve'emelu b'fanenech b'fanenechem, and say in front of them that you saw it being written, you saw it being signed. This time, it's a good proof. Lema, Sigmar says, what is the argument whether you say it has to be given over in front of two or three? Lema, let's say that this is the argument. Demand Amar Nayim, the one who says it's in front of two kasavar, he holds that the reason that you have to say it only in front of two is because. The, the issue has to do with Lishma, whether it was written correctly. And, and for that, you just need proof later on. You only need two people to be able to say that they know that you said that. And the one who says it has to be done in front of three, because he holds that the issue has to do with verifying the witnesses. And when you verify witnesses, so we always find it has to be done in front of three. The says, wait, for Tisbura, I'll ask you a problem with what you just said. In the previous piece, we said that who is the one that holds that the issue was Lishma? Rabbi Shubin Levi. So we can deduce Rabbi Yochanan, who over here is saying that how many people do you need? You need two. But he says that in the previous sugya, it's clear that he holds that you have to say because of the issue of verifying the witnesses. So how can you say that the reason you need two is because of Lashma? It's clear that Rabbi Yechon is the one who says two, and he holds that you need to verify the witnesses. So how could he say over here that you only need two? Furthermore, everyone agrees to Rav's idea that you still need to be so you have to verify the witnesses, if that's so. So then you should always need three. How can anyone say two? Ella, so what's the, what's the argument here? Whether you need two or three? Everyone agrees that you need to verify the witnesses. The argument is about the following. When you have a messenger, and he's become a witness, he's verifying that this, this document was written correctly. Now, can he also become, while he's being a witness, can he also be a dying, can he also be a judge? So that's the argument. 
The one who says you only need two, it means because he holds the shliach can become a witness and the witness can become an, uh, a judge, meaning he is the third party, meaning he's speaking about it and he's also hearing the testimony in a certain sense. The one who holds that, it can, that you need three people to be there, he holds that the one who is an aid, the one who is testifying, cannot also be a judge on the same exact case. He can't be judging and he can't be counted amongst the judges. The Gemara says, wait, don't tell me that that's the issue because we hold by a Darabon, and this is a Darabon, and we said that the whole reason that we need to verify the witnesses in the first place is only me, Darabon, me, right? So we always assume, from the Torah, we always assume that if there are Edom that are written upon a star, upon some kind of document, we don't assume that they're forged, that they're false. So so over here also, it's only that the rabbis said that they have to do it. So when it comes to something that's Darabon, something from the rabbis, so we've already established that an aid can become a Dain, a witness can indeed become a judge when it comes to a derabana according to everyone so what's the issue why is it two as opposed to three what's the difference since there are times when a woman is going to bring the get so the one who says you need three why sometimes the woman might bring it and they'll, they'll depend on her as part of the three judges and she even though she could be a messenger but she can't be a judge that's for sure so therefore, we say that you always need three, just in case there's a case where a woman brings it. The Edach, the other one says, Everyone knows that a woman can't be a judge, so no one's going to depend on her, and therefore you can usually have two. And if there's a woman who brought the, brought the get, so they'll bring a third person. So that's why he holds that you normally need two, and the other one holds, no, you need three. Tanin Kabbah said that Rabbi Yechanan, we have a brisa that proves like Rabbi Yechanan, Hamivi gave me Medina Siyam, so when he brings a get from outside of Israel, Venasnai love, Loy Amar Loba Faninachta Faninachta. And he didn't say anything, he didn't say Bafaninachta Faninachta. Yotzi Vavlad Mamzer. So if he didn't say it and she got married subsequently, so she has to get divorced and the child is a bastard. That's Rabbi Meir's Shita. The Chachamim say, however, in Avlad Mamzer, the child is not a Mamzer. Kate said, Yasis, so what do you do according to the to the Chachamim, Yithlenahim, and you take it back from her, and you give it back to her again in front of two. And then you say, Rabbi Meir, just because you didn't say it, so the children are going to become Mamzer and bastards. And yes, it's true, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir, according to his own reasoning, the Amar, Rav Amnuna, Mishmei, the Ula, that Rav Hanunah said in the name of Ula, Amar Hayy Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir used to say, anyone who changes the exact, precise procedure that the rabbis, that they constructed, when it comes to uh, divorce documents, if you didn't do it right, I'm sorry, but your children, heaven forbid, someone's children are going to be mamzerim. Barhedya Boyle Asuya Gita Barhedya wanted to bring a get. Also the Kameh Rabbi Achi. So he came in front of Rabbi Achi to have a Mamun Agiti. He was someone who was in charge of Gitten. His specialty was Gitten. And he asked him, What should I do? You have to watch every single letter. Also the Kameh Rabbi Ami Rabbi Asi. Then he subsequently came in front of Rabbi Ami Rabbi Asi. So, so they said to him, you do not need to stand over every letter. And if you say, I'm going to be stringent upon myself and see every single letter, so you're going to, to spread bad rumors about the old Gittin because no one ever required that. So if you're going to do that, so then you're going to make trouble for the past. Rabbi Babrachana, I see Gita 
Palga Ichtiv Kame, Upalga Ichtiv Kame. It was half written in front of him and half was not written in front of him. Also, the Kame the Rabbi Lazar. So he came in front of Rabbi Lazar. Amar Lay. So he said to him, Afilu Lekosa by Elishita Achas Lashma Shuven Itzarech. Even if only one line was written for the right people, that's all you need. You don't even need to have written the whole the whole thing Lashma for the right people. So therefore, the fact that you saw half, that's plenty. Rav Ashi, Amar Rav Ashi says, Afilu Kan Kalmus Vekame Gilasa. Even if all you actually heard was the scratching of the, the pen on the paper, and you know that that was done the Shema, even if you didn't actually see it, that's going to be enough. We'll see more about that in the next Daily Daf.